Hello, it's finally time for episode three of How Not to Date at 28. I'm so sorry it's taken me so long. I said these things were going to be weekly and that turned out to be a lie. <laughs> I think it's going to have to be every other week because I just, I don't know how to find the time to do it. And last week was just an absolute nightmare. I don't know if everyone else had a dreadful week, but I've just been feeling so shit. Like, nothing's even really been wrong. I feel like super happy to have a job and a house and all of that stuff. But lockdown is getting me down. I, yeah, just felt rubbish. So yeah, I'm not sure if anyone else has been feeling the exact same way, but it's it's not been a good week. It's rained a lot. It's dark all the time and I'm not, I'm not feeling it. So yeah, I didn't want to do the podcast whilst I was feeling a bit poopy. What a word, poopy. Don't know where that came from. Anyway, I was feeling shit. So didn't want to do it. But hopefully, now I'm feeling more perky, hopefully this will cheer you guys up if you've been having a shit week as well, because I feel like everyone's sort of been feeling the same this week, sort of week one of lockdown, and there's nothing going on. You're just working from home with nothing happening. So yeah, hopefully this is going to add some joy to your lives, just hearing about how I've embarrassed myself in the past. And today's episode is going to kind of focus on how gross girls can be. For example, I mean, I don't do, I don't fake tan anymore. I used to when I was younger. I feel like everyone used to fake tan. There was like a period of time where everyone did it. But you know, if you like fake tan your legs and then go on a night out and then you come back and you sleep in fresh white sheets and then in the morning you wake up and it looks like you've shit yourself. That's example one of gross things girls do, especially if a guy sleeps over and then in the morning he's like, what the fuck is this? What have I got myself into? And example two of gross things, you know, if you're a girl or a guy actually, and you have long hair and when you're washing your hair in the shower, it kind of comes out in clumps when you shampoo or conditioner it, like the clump of hair is in your hand. So you don't want to then put it down the the plug hole because that would obviously be gross and block it so you stick the clump of hair to the side of the shower (laughs) ah everyone does that right yeah we all do it we all do it and then I feel like we all have the intention of then throwing it away like we're gonna put it in the bin as soon as we get out of the shower but you always forget right no one ever remembers to get rid of those things so then someone comes around and they see it and then you have to pretend it's not yours even though you live on your own and it's obviously no one else's (laughs) So yeah, we're kind of in keeping with those kind of themes today. Um, But yeah, before we kind of get into that, I'll I'll just update you with my week. It wasn't that exciting, but I'll let you know anyway. Um, Just been working from home. Apart from Tuesday, we filmed a a tea and cake shop. And quite honestly, it was a fabulous day. I just ate tea and I didn't, sorry, I didn't eat tea. I ate cake and drank tea. (laughs) I've lost my mind. Great. No, ate cake and drank tea literally all day. I was on a sugar high for like 12 hours. Um, So that was a great day. I'd highly recommend it. Living the dream there. Uh, So yeah, filming with that is going really well. Uh, That's for a TV show that I'm on until sort of February time, hopefully, if they don't hear this podcast and fire me. Uh, So yeah, so kind of working at home, sort of planning shoots and then rearranging shoots because obviously COVID messes with all my plans and obviously doing podcast stuff trying to promote it so yeah if you want to if you want to share this with your friends or anyone who you think might like it that'd be divine uh and also this week I've just been 
sorting out stuff for my short film. So that's in the edit at the moment and has, well, it needs like sound design and we've got um, a composer writing some music for it and it's on kind of the third edit. So I've not actually watched it yet, but I think next week I should get to see it, which is very exciting. And then, yeah, then hopefully we'll do like festivals and stuff with it, but let's not get ahead of ourselves because I've not seen it yet. It could be dreadful. It won't be. It's going to be amazing. I can just tell. (laughs) Um, Yes, that's kind of my week. It's been a week of kind of working and, and feeling shit, which, yeah, that's it. And then the weekend rolled around and it's been great. I just went for a walk actually in the park with my friend Chris, which was lovely um and we went and got a pint actually I got mulled wine first mulled wine of the of the year which we drank in the park then we got absolutely drenched like you know that rain where you're like instantly soaked in about two seconds it's like you're you're done so yeah that happened so I've just got back and yeah I've had to have a shower instantly in like hot water and then it kind of scolds because your body's so cold and the shower's so hot anyway I'm really going off on a tangent now so (laughs) Just talking about my week and now I'm telling you about rain. God, who am I? Um, Other things that happened this week. Oh, another thing, good thing, well, interesting thing for this week. This week would have been my grandpa's 106th birthday. How wild is that? He was born in 1914 and lived through two world wars, which I just think is pretty epic, to be honest. So I thought I'd mention that. Also, Grandpa was the person who I suspect I got my my sense of humour from because he was such a joker, so silly and just so funny. So, you know, thought I'd mention him, give him a little shout out. Um, And me and my sister used to spend our summer holidays with my grandparents. So I wanted to tell you a bit about that because I just think it's hilarious. So they, my grandparents had a flat in Sussex right on the beach and as a kid, it was like the dream location. It's, it was like this flat, which I thought was like a tower block. I thought it was like this big epic building. And I went back recently, it's three floors. <laughs> it's three floors in this like tiny little block. And I thought it was, uh, anyway, never mind. <laughs> I love how as a kid, everything seems so epic. And then you go back and I was like, where is the block of flats? Like I literally, I know it's around here. Oh, it's that, that's it. Um, so yeah, me and Sarah used to spend our summers there and yeah, there wasn't always that much to do. Like we'd go in the sea, obviously, and my grandparents would swim in the sea every day, come rain or shine in the winter, everything, they'd be in the sea. So we would, we would go in the sea a lot, but (laughs) the rest of the time, me and my sister would sit in the window or on the balcony and there was a green in front of the flat before you kind of got to the beach and the sea there was this this big green and people would walk their dogs there and me and my sister would keep a a log book let's call it of uh of which owners picked up their dog's poo (laughs) sorry what childhood were we having we were such weirdos so we kept a list of like of like a description of the owners a description of the dog who was picking up the poo and do you know what? By the end of our trip, we'd be like, here comes so-and-so with the spaniel in the blue jumper. They're not going to pick it up, are they? And I mean, we're probably like six or seven. We're not old. We're not reporting these people to the council. We're just keeping a list for our own amusement. <laughs> and we had a theme song. Yes, you heard that correctly. We had a theme song <laughs> for our game. Oh, it's not even a game, for our activity. Does anyone else have theme songs for their children's activities 
probably not. Um, but um, I'm going to sing it to you. I don't. You didn't ask. You didn't want to hear it, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Feel free to mute. It's about ten seconds long, so maybe just like turn down the volume for ten seconds if you don't want to hear my stunning singing. I'm not the most blessed singer, so it's not. I'm just going to sing it. So this is the theme song for our poo-picking endeavours. Home sweet home in the bushes. <laughs> I can't do it seriously. Not one tree in sight. We do our pooper patrol. And we see what colours they are. La 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 la. <laughs> that is the pooper patrol song. You're welcome. Do you know what? You didn't know you needed that. And yet, yeah, there it was. I hope that doesn't get stuck in your head. What a catchy tune. So yeah, that's how we spent our summers. I don't know where I was going with that story, but I just really wanted to share that theme song with you because I just thought it was funny. But yeah, so slight segue from uh, from our previous kind of holiday, summer holiday trips. Uh, but last summer, I didn't go to Sussex. I went to Devon, uh, back with the family. Went back for a few weekends, actually. And there was one particular weekend where we went to like a... I can't remember what it was called. It was like a party on the beach. Or was it on the beach? Or like on a cliff top. And there was like bands playing. It was really fun. It was such a good weekend. And uh, yeah, maybe it was bank holiday. Anyway, I digress. There was a hot guy. Yeah, there we go. That whole story, segue, everything. Just to, just to get to the hot guy story. And do you know what? I actually think he's listening to this. So hello to you, Han. You've probably guessed this story is about you from from the title of this episode. You'll know straight away. So welcome. It's been a journey. (laughs) So, I mean, he already asked if he was going to get an episode and it sounded like he was absolutely buzzing for it. He knows this is my favourite story because I told him as it happened and afterwards as well. So... (laughs) It's quite a gross story, I won't lie to you. So do you know what? If you're if you're looking to potentially date me or employ me, then maybe don't listen to the rest of this episode. Because I mean, you can if you want. I I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but that's my parental advisory statement. <laughs> Is that a thing? Well that's it. That's my warning, okay? So if if you want to stop listening, now would be a good time. So I meet this hot guy in Devon. I'm down for the weekend. I'm at this party and I see this guy and I'm like, I know what you're thinking. What? There was a hot guy in North Devon. <laughs> no, I'm joking. There is hot people in North Devon, obviously. Oh, no, not again. I get chatting to this guy and it turns out he's from London. He literally lives 10 minutes away from me in London. So it's not even like I meet a hot guy and he lives in Devon. He literally lives in London and is down for the weekend as well. So immediately I'm like, I have lucked out guys. What are the chances? And we exchanged numbers. We have a little snog up on the, on the cliff top. It was, it was literally like a rom-com. I tell you, if there was a rom-com made about this, obviously Lily James would be playing me. Um, obviously. Uh, yeah. So any, whatever. Anyway, so we meet and we exchange numbers and then he asked me out for a drink in London so it all seems to be going swimmingly. I'm absolutely thrilled to be having a date in real life that hasn't come from Tinder or whatever. So yeah, buzzing for that. What could possibly go wrong? Well, I'll tell you, he turns up an hour late to our first date. 
an hour. What was I thinking? Why did I wait? Why did I wait around? And I was thinking about this earlier. I thought this story was from years ago. And then I realised it was actually only last summer. So now I'm judging myself even more because I thought oh, it was years ago. Of course I waited around. What a loser I was. And now I'm like, oh God, it was only last summer. I'm literally the same person. <laughs> I've not changed at all. The same loser I was back last summer waiting an hour for boys on a first date. So he basically stood me up. He didn't because he did turn up. Do you know what? I did actually get... <laughs> that's a whole other story. I was just about to say. I did actually get stood up on Valentine's Day once. How sad is that? That's a whole other story though. That's the only, that's the only time I've been stood up before. But what a time to be stood up on Valentine's Day. Oh, maybe we'll talk about that in another episode because I'm really, really going off on tangents today. Loving it. Anyway, so I thought he was standing me up, but he didn't, long story short. But he basically, I turned up at, say we were meeting at seven, it gets to quarter past and he's not there. So I text and I'm like, hello, like, where are you? And he says something about like, oh, something's come up at work. So I'm just leaving now or I'll be able to leave in a minute. So I was like, oh, okay. So I think he says it'd be like 20 minutes. So I wait 20 minutes. He doesn't come. He's not there. So then I leave and I think we met in Victoria. So I was like oh, walking back to the station and I pass a Zara and I don't know if you're anything like me, but you see a Zara, you've got to go in. It's kind of like the law. So I go into Zara, I start like trying on some clothes and stuff because in my head I've been stood up. So I need some retail therapy. So I start trying on some clothes, having a lovely time. And then he texts and is like, I'm literally leaving work now, it'll be 20 minutes. So I just text back and I'm like, yeah, I've left, I'm going home, I'm done. He says that he's literally on the train now, he will actually be 20 minutes. And can I come back? And I said, only if you buy all the drinks for the whole evening. And he said, yes. So off I went back on my merry way to go meet the boy who would happily leave me waiting for an hour. So, I mean, there's your first major red flag. Did I take any notice of it? No, I did not. I still got very drunk on the first date. I don't even think we kissed on the first date, you know. I can't really remember, but I remember getting really drunk anyway. Um, and don't think I'd had dinner. I think I went straight from work on the date, drank a lot of wine, and then don't really remember it. But yeah, we didn't sleep together or anything on the first date, I don't think. And I don't think we did a second date either. I'm trying to remember like the order of events and I don't think there was a second date. I think maybe we planned to and then didn't. I think neither of us were really that fussed. Like we didn't really have anything in common. I think he does something in investment something. If you're listening to this, hun, can you let me know what you do? Because I can't remember. But I <laughs> should have asked him before the episode. Something about investment. And obviously I do not do something in investment. And yeah. So yeah, we're not we're not really the same person. We have a laugh and drink a lot of wine. But other than that, it's like obviously not going to go anywhere. So then we kind of leave it. And then it's my friend's, one of my best friend's boyfriend's 30th birthdays. And it's like a big day drinking sesh. And you know when you kind of lose track of the day because, I mean, it gets to 6pm and you're like, I could go to bed, I could go clubbing. Who knows? The possibility is endless at 6pm when you've been like, when you've been day drinking. <laughs> so it gets to some point in the night and me and him have been texting even though obviously we're like have no intention of like dating or whatever we're obviously both drunk and out and think it's a fabulous idea to text each other so then I said something about like oh just like come and join me and my mates because I think he was in a bar nearby so he comes comes and meets us comes and meets my friends we're all wasted and 
I don't really remember him being there. I feel like we were dancing a bit. And then I remember I remember really clearly sitting down and having a conversation about not really wanting to date each other. And then I think I said something like, well, if we're not going to date, we may as well just have sex anyway. <laughs> so obviously he's like, yeah, great. And um, yeah, so let me just go back to mine. And then he sleeps over. I feel like I probably said something like, okay, you can go now. And, and he didn't. So word to the wise, he should have gone because then the rest of this story wouldn't exist. In the morning, we end up having such a laugh because I guess we'd already agreed we weren't going to see each other again. We'd kind of said like, this is just a, a one night thing. So I guess all pressure's off then. And we were just being really silly. And he asked me what my most embarrassing dating story was. Because I said I always embarrass myself and like shit always happens to me. So then I tell him my most embarrassing dating story, which I'll tell you in another episode because it's just horrendous. So I just just finished telling him that massive overshare. And then kind of as I'm telling that story, so just, just to paint the picture, if you needed it, we're both lying in bed I think we're both naked. I'm kind of lying on my front and I've I've got really long hair. So my hair is like, you know, down my back. But I can kind of, I like move my hair because I can kind of feel something on my back. So I, I just think it's a, he- a head hair, you know, is that what we call it? A, a hair on my back. So I reach around and I'm like pulling this hair, like trying to get it. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, there's something on my back. I'm just trying to get it. So I pull this hair and it's sort of a- attached and I'm like, what the, what's going on? So anyway, he sees me struggling. He's like, oh, I'll get it. I was like, no, please don't. Before I can stop him, he's literally reached over, pulled the hair, which then transpires is attached to my bum cheeks. And he pulls. And as he pulls, it kind of pulls out what can only be described as a hairball. So like a ball of hair, kind of like what you'd find on the shower wall, you know, like it's kind of gathered between the bum crevice and the bum cheeks. And uh, it's just formed a little ball and he's just holding it up like a little prize. And he's like, he's like, did this just come up your bum hole? <laughs> no, no, it did not. I think it must have just gathered there during sex. Like that's never happened to me before. Like, Maybe when you're in the shower washing your hair, but not in like real life, not in normal life. Like what's going on? So absolutely mortified, obviously laughed a lot about it. And and then I never saw him again, obviously, because that was the deal. <laughs> I remember telling the girls afterwards and they were like, sorry, that happened to you. Then you both laughed about it and you're not seeing this boy again. And I was like, no, well, I just, I just don't think we still don't have anything in common. But then the girls are like, oh, no, it's such a shame, though, because it's such a good story. I mean, if me and him had actually ended up dating, everyone knows that story. And I refer to him as bum hair. I'm like, oh, bum hair's text me. <laughs> so I could never date him because I couldn't be like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing bum hair tonight. Like, no one wants that as a nickname. That's not ideal, is it? So, um, yeah, not good. But I, I think I text him afterwards and was like, oh, maybe we should go on another date. And he's like, absolutely not. Obviously mortified by the whole situation. Um, but I do think he booty called me a few times. So I can't have completely repulsed him. And I often tell him that it's my favourite story. It's my go-to. He couldn't believe I even told my friends. And I was like, well, so it's funny. Now, now I'm saying it on a podcast. So it's out there. It is out there. 
If you're still listening, if you didn't switch off as soon as you heard the word bum hair, then um, well done to you. (laughs) What a way to spend your Sunday listening to me talk about bum hair. So that was episode three. What a ride. What a ride. We've gone from me talking about what a shit week I've had to me telling you about my most embarrassing sex story. Although it's not technically a sex thing. I've got some worse sex things. Those are still to come. Don't worry. This is just a um, a taster for things to come, let's say. So yeah, I hope this has cheered up your week, your weekend, your lockdown, all of the above, and hopefully made you feel better if if anything even slightly embarrassing has ever happened to you whilst you've been naked with a boy, then can't be as bad as that, surely. Surely not. And if it is, then congratulations. Please can you tell me about it? Because I feel like I'm always making other people feel better about their sex stories and stuff. So it'd be nice to feel better about my own. So if you can compete with that, be my guest. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. Share the podcast, give it a like, give it a rate and a review. If you listen on iTunes or Apple, then I would love for you to write a little review. Only if you're going to write a nice one, please. <laughs> Episode four will be with you when it's with you. Have a good one. Bye. She's feeling it.